Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions, and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. Extra 106.3 would like to welcome you home. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show with Jim Niarcos and Dan Watkins, only on Extra 106.3 FM. Welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Niarcos. want to invite you to join us every Saturday morning at 9 with a different subject matter expert, a different topic, giving free tips and advice how to help you make a good consumer decision, save money, and not get ripped off. Um, uh, we always want to remind you to check us out on our podcast, Apple, Google, and Spotify. We're also simulcast, not just on Extra 106.3 FM, but also on 1230 AM. So if you get outside the perimeter and the, the signal gets a little weak on the FM, check out the AM. But anyway, uh, this week is no exception. We're proud to have a, another great guest with us. It's a first time for this uh, gentleman and his company. You know, um, Whenever you're going to have a special event or a celebration, whether, whether it's a wedding or whether it's something with your company, uh, your church, your organization, your synagogue, whatever, uh, you want to make sure it turns out perfect. It's got to be right. Everything's got, the details have got to be right. You, you don't want it to be spoiled. You don't want it to turn into a three-ring circus. You might want to say you want to make sure you cover all the details. <laughs> anyway, we always bring the best here in somebody who's been around a long time in the company and is a kind of an Atlanta institution. We want to welcome here to the All Four Seasons Home Show, Stephen Eisenstein, president of Classic Tent and Events. Stephen, welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show. Thank you very much. Honored to be here. Well, we're, we're glad to have you, and I know you're busy all the time, so we appreciate you taking the time to come in here and share tips and advice to our audience. We'd like to start off by maybe uh, you giving a short bio on yourself, how you got into this industry, and also Classic Tenant Events, how the, the genesis of that company. Certainly. Well, I was a caterer. I, uh, I grew up in the restaurant business, and uh, as years went on, I moved into catering and worked in sales for a long time, and after a while, I... Uh, left a position and wanted to do something different and something that I could put my two cents in and, and make it mine. And uh, there was a woman who was ready to retire and she was trying to find out her exit strategy. And I, uh, I was involved in an organization called NACE, the National Association of Catering and Events. And so I knew all the members and spoke with her and asked her if she was looking for any investors. And she said, no, I'm looking for an exit strategy. So I studied her business for a good couple months and afterwards uh, became a, a, an owner. Well, it sounds like it's uh, it's where luck and opportunity and preparation meet, huh? Absolutely. It, the stars were all aligned. Absolutely. I could use all of my catering skills for this job and yeah. uh, just not have to deal with food. Right. And how long ago was that? It was in 2010. It was 13 oh, years ago. Wow. Wow. So you got some, you've got some events under your belt, right? Oh, you could say that. Yeah, we do thousands of events yeah. every year. And what are all the services you provide? Give us this kind of a rundown, I guess, sure. uh, in, uh, for people who may think that you just pitch a tent in their backyard. There's much more to that, right? Absolutely. Well, Classic Tents does uh, offer tenting. That's our main mm -hmm. thing. And mm -hmm. all different sizes and frame tents and pole tents. And now we've added structure tents. But in addition to that, we also carry tables and chairs, lights, mm -hmm. linen, staging, dance floor, flooring, 
and uh, all sorts of other additions. We do not do t- uh, China glassware silverware. Okay. So they want that. We can work with others and make it part of the deal, but that's not something we include. Well, I, w- I would imagine you have the connections to absolutely. deal with the best people in those areas. We're well connected with all the event rental professionals here in the city. Now, I'm sure I'm in the same boat as most of our audience listening right now when I really don't know the difference between all those different types of tents that you just mentioned. Sure. Can you break those down for the layperson? Tell us what, what, what they are, the advantages or disadvantages yeah. Beach. Well, uh, a pole tent has to be staked into the ground, and mm-hmm. so it is ba- uh, staked with big, big stakes. And then a frame tent could be either ballasted with uh, weights, or it could be staked in the ground. And so it really depends on the surface that you're going to and who owns the land, mm-hmm. as far as what type of tent you can use. Right. And then structure tents are also weighted, or they could be staked, and they're much larger and they're very fancy. They're very nice, big tents. Big style. They could be. With glass walls and solid walls. Oh, and really? All wow. sorts of fancy things you could put in there. That's the name structured. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, there's more to them than canvas. Exactly. Right? More than the vinyl. Now, in addition to that, we also have power that we offer. Yeah, uh, we do yeah, generators yeah. and we have restrooms too, restroom trailers. Fantastic. Yeah. Now, how would folks know how big of a tent they should have? Do you give them some kind of consultation or guide on oh, that? Oh, absolutely. So, when our sales consultants or sales managers are speaking with the, uh, uh, the customer, uh, we find out all the different items they need to have under the tent. And then after we figure the spacing, then we can figure out really what size they need. And then it's also based on the space they have. Right. So there's several things. We send a, a crew ch- a person by and measure the space and get with them and do a site visit on the space. Because there's a lot more things that go on. You know, we have to keep in mind there's underground utilities. So we oh, have to s- right. call yeah. 811 before you dig if we're you know going to dig it at all. Sure. And then um, permitting is also required in a lot of places, public events. Uh, so there is a whole lot of things that go into making sure you've got everything planned properly for your event. Now, do you find after all these years that you're still personally involved or are you more like uh, overseeing the overall? I like to be involved. I, I, we, I participate in our ops meeting, so I see mm-hmm. all the events that are going on each week. Mm-hmm. But at the same token, I'm kind of the person overseeing it right. uh, at a five- hundred thousand mile glance right keeping an eye on everything and just making sure everyone's challenged and making sure we have everything we need now you basically like a uh, metro atlanta georgia type company or do you go do you market and want to go anywhere in the country we actually go all over the southeast okay so uh we have a large corporate clients that take us um to 12 different states uh around christmas time and um we do a lot of retail stores for other uh, events during the year so uh, we do travel quite a bit. Last year, we started going to Arkansas for some tailgating games. I see. Uh, so we, we we really will go wherever the business is and if it makes sense. Wow. And you just mentioned uh, about, uh, a lot of people don't think about it, about terrain. The terrain, wherever you have to put a tent. I mean, people have, depending on where this is going to be or where they want it, they probably don't think about their terrain, but that definitely affects what you can do, what you can't do, or how you do it. You want to go into that a so little true. bit? Maybe tell us a couple stories about some experiences and what, how, you, how you adapted and solved well, the situation. So one of my favorite places that uh, we do go to is Road Atlanta. And actually during the Petit Le Mans, there's a, an area where we have a really big hill that we go into. And we <coughs> take that hill and we make a flat surface and we put a big elevated floor in and then put a tent on top of that space. So uh, nowadays... These are just new challenges for us. So That's we amazing. have yeah. engineered solutions to go there and um, have a, a couple opportunities to give them, you know, options to put 
different surfaces down for them. So in other words, no, nobody should get discouraged or try to assume one thing or the other. They should call your folks first and then see if the situation could be adapted to. Absolutely. It all depends on their budget, too. Mm-hmm. Some of these items are, are not very cheap. They're, right. They're quite of course expensive. not. Yes. Yeah. But at the same token, there are opportunities and uh, it's just uh, a matter of figuring out what works for them. Right. Well, you know, just speaking to you even before the show and, and during the show now, I can tell you it seems like you still have a lot of passion for the business. I you, definitely you seem do. like you enjoy what you're doing. I, and I'm a party guy. Yeah. So for us, we enjoy being on the cutting edge and, and learning new technologies and new ways of doing things. And mm-hmm. we like to be innovative and, and not just sit back and wait for other people to do things. We want to try it ourselves and see how it goes and offer it to others. Yeah. So you're very, you have to be very creative in your job, too, Absolutely. right? Creative and innovative. Both, absolutely. Yeah, wow. And I bet you, I bet you have seen some parties and celebrated. You say you're the party guy. I bet you have observed and been part of, uh, you know, some of your clients. I bet you've seen some it unbelievable is, it things. It is so fun. I'm actually what I call a drone chaser, mm-hmm. a tent chaser. Mm-hmm. And so what I like to do is take our drone up and capture really neat shots afterwards right. of the events being set up, right? And uh, sharing that with everybody. Can you share maybe a couple stories of some of the most unique events that you had to adapt and be innovative and, and turned out so successful? Wow. There are so many. So I remember an event called Tomorrow World. It was like an electronic dance um, event mm-hmm. out, in, uh, it was out in Chattahoochee Hills. And uh, we started set up a month before the actual concert even happened. Right. And they had like nine stages all spread out all over this land. And it was so interesting to see how everything went together. And uh, everyone spent the night at this venue. And to see all the campers and all the people there, it was amazing. Uh, it was really neat. Uh, it, it unfortunately, it, it didn't go on after about five or six years. The infrastructure there failed. Mm-hmm. And they had some major challenges. But it was really neat to see the whole event come together. And uh, the neat thing for us is we sometimes get hired by other tent companies to do work. Really? So uh, another tent company had hired us. They didn't have any frame tents. All they had is structure. Right. And so we partnered with them and... Uh, it's taken us a far ways. Well, it's quite a testimony to your business when you have people in your industry that know they can trust and depend on you and recommend you. Absolutely. That's one of the greatest things about our business. We actually have a big washing machine, so we wash other people's vinyl as well. So other tent companies will send us their vinyl and we'll wash it for them. And we have a good relationship with a lot of other tent uh, wow, companies. Wow, wow. That's, that's, pretty, that's pretty cool, especially in today's business environment, mm-hmm. right? It, it, the tent business is a little different because it's not uh, – top secret. What we do is, you know, we, we try to be as safe as possible and we preach safety to all of our people mm-hmm. that work for us. And, uh, we try to take it to the next level. And so that's yeah. one of the reasons why we adapted to cement ballast many years ago. So it costs a lot more to move them around, but it, it's, the tent is safe and, mm-hmm. uh, I can sleep at night knowing if 30 or 40 mile per hour winds come that the event will be safe. Well, it's interesting because, you know, uh, when you think about somebody who, uh, rents and sets up tents for events, we think about weddings or maybe big business conventions, conferences, awards, banquets, that type of thing, mm-hmm. parties or whatever. But there, it's quite diverse, the events. I mean, so you know, much. I we mean, do. just a little bit you've said. I mean, there's, you, you, you're, you've done quite a, an assortment of events that people would never even think existed. Yes, indeed. And we're very blessed. We've got a lot of great staff that help set all these uh, tents up. Mm-hmm. And, um, We've been involved with so many different things and uh, healthcare during COVID, right. you know, helping with testing of different sites. Mm-hmm. And uh, we do a lot of festivals. That was like our, it's our sweet spot. We right. have a lot of 10 by 10s to do a lot of large festivals at one time. 
And uh, the movie productions for us are big. We do a lot of large setups for them. And some of them take the, st- the equipment and they use it for months and months at a time. I so, see. Uh, oh, wow. Wow. So it, 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 it's, it's not just renting, but sometimes it's leasing long term your, right. your equipment. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're up against the break. If you're just joining us, this is the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearkos. And this week we have with us uh, Stephen Eisenstein from Classic Tents and Events. And he's sharing a lot of uh, good tips that you need to know if you're ever, go- if you're, you personally are going to have an event or your business is going to have an event. You need to stay tuned. We'll be right back after this break. Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions, and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearkos. And um, if you're just joining us, we are here this week with Mr. Stephen Eisenstein of Classic Tents and Events. And there's a lot more to it than you think, folks. And we're going to get back with Stephen in a minute. But I want to remind you to join Extra 106.3 FM every morning, Monday through Friday, 6 to 9, for the Morning Extra with Tuck and R- Tug, Rhino, Carlos, and Flounder with giving you all the straight story where you're going to get the straight news. You're not going to hear a lot of spin. You're going you're gonna to hear it like it is. You may not like what you hear all the time, but at least you know it's coming, uh, coming straight from those guys. So tune in with them. We want to welcome back, uh, you know, he's been here with us for a while now, the talk master, Neil Bortz. We're proud to have him here on the station. And, of course, the Kimmer, Kim Peterson's with us, too. So uh, this is the place to be, Extra 106.3 FM. Uh, whether it's morning, afternoon, or evening, you need to tune in. But anyway, we want to get back to our guest, Stephen Eisenstein from Classic Tents and Events and uh Boy, oh boy, it's it's pretty interesting uh, the different types of events and what they have to go through and and you know you talk about Stephen you talk about trained staff you just can't have anybody jumping in there doing you know working for classic tents and events they have to know what they're doing they have to be trained they have to be experienced they have to be safe you want to you want to go uh, go into a little bit about how you find the right people and and what you do to make sure that they're effective? Certainly. Well, well, the nicest thing about our company is uh, we already have well-trained staff. So we share that knowledge with the new people that come in and uh, we have a training program and uh, they learn in the different departments, all the different things that go on. Uh, The biggest thing is really cleaning these tents. You know, it's not something that everyone thinks about, but they don't think about it. You got to keep them nice and fresh and that way they'll last a good long time. So, so people work in the different areas inside of our warehouse, and uh, there's w- people that we stay that stay in the warehouse all the time that pull all the orders, 
And uh, we have a lot of unique items that a lot of other tent companies don't carry. Uh, so we carry makeup mirrors uh, because we serve the movie business. Right. And so uh, that's the key, uh, you know, makeup mirrors as well as the director's chairs. So they all have to go to hair and makeup before they're actually seen on sure. set. So uh, the staff uh, uh, learn from other people that have been there for a long time. We watch videos. We actually have some training that we send them off to as well sometimes that's off out of town. And uh, it's a three-day course. And so they learn all the importance about staking tents and about weighting them and how far things need to be when they put it in the ground. And uh, they learn about all the different safety things they need to know. Uh, so that way they're building things properly and not hurting their, themselves. Well, it, it sounds like when you really start hear, hearing what you're saying, mm -hmm. it, it's a trade unto itself. There's That's a right. lot more to it than just putting a pole in the ground. That's right. Right. And it takes some time for everyone to understand how the parts and pieces go together. So uh, people learn and we give them manuals and it's, it's a, you know, we give them tests afterwards to make sure they retain that information and so they can move up to the different levels. Has a lot of your staff been with you a long time? or yeah. Absolutely. That's a, another great benefit because because they've been there for so long, they know the routine and they know where things should go. And so uh, it's really important to every time when they reload back at the office to put things back in the right spot. So right. it's very organized and people learn where everything needs to go all the time. Well, I've had every kind of business on here that you can imagine over the five years. And uh, and I tell you, everybody says it's a challenge to f find and retain good labor. How have you overcome that? Well, for us, we take good care of our staff. We uh, At lunch, we feed them. We bring food to them at their job sites so they don't have to go anywhere. Uh, we actually have a nice holiday party. We have a 401K. Right. We give them very uh, competitive benefits, uh, wages, and uh, we have a fun type of business. It's not like everyone else. Sounds like it's a family. It is. It's a big family business. Almost well. like a club. Like it a, you is. Know, or, you know. And, and the people hang out together after work, which is really Really? Well, Absolutely. that says a lot right there. Isn't it? It's a that's, good team. That's that's fantastic. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about uh, how important accessibility is. You know, it's uh, f to your tents uh, uh, during your events with the handicap uh, requirements, that kind of thing. Uh, Certainly. Well, um, you know, a lot of the stages that we build, we will actually build an ADA accessible ramp to them. Is that so right? graduation time for us in May is big. A lot of schools do graduations sure. all over the state. And we participate, and so we need to make sure we've got handrails on those ADA ramps right. so people can get in and out. And a lot of the restroom companies that we work with, you know, have ADA stalls, so that's important for them to get in and out of where they need to go. Fantastic. And I, I know you mentioned something uh, about you actually uh, provide restrooms on site. So, like, if somebody's out in in the country or a out in the mountains or whatever, a, a beautiful area um, that may not have a lot of access to restrooms, that's not a problem. Classic tents and events solves, solves the challenge, right? You got that right. A couple of years back, we added some really nice high-end trailers. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of them has an eight-stall, uh, eight and the other one's a four-stall. Uh, and they're very nice. They're very plush. And uh, They're not porta potties No, they're much – there's up upgrade completely to that. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't uh, – yeah, compare them. They're not even close. And I bet classic tents and events keeps them clean and up, updated all the time. And smelling fresh, which is key. Absolutely. You know? Fantastic. I would think that uh, that um, anytime you, uh, you you do what you do, is there is there somebody overlooking you, the state or the county or the city, like uh, inspecting for safety and that? What are the, some of the things that you folks have to live up to when yeah. it comes to regulations and codes and permits and 
Go into that. So certainly. So some towns, well, actually, I take that back. All towns are completely different with what they need to have, which mm-hmm. is kind of tough on us. Right. But uh, we've gotten to science where we have done these long enough. We know the rules. So we have to supply uh, fire extinguishers and exit signs that are lit into the oh, tents. Oh, wow, yeah. And I uh, see. they all have to be a certain amount of away from buildings and other structures. So we know the rules, and we um, have to have a, a CAD, a, a picture of what it's going to look like, and sent off to the fire department. And, you know, sometimes there are different stages it has to go through before it's actually given the stamp of authority. Uh, But we work with the city of Atlanta and uh, we know the the requirements and uh, we have all the different accessories available in our inventory to make that a complete event for them. Now, do you find that different uh, municipalities or counties or states or whatever have different regulations or are they all pretty much the same? Uh, I guess it's the way the processes work in each of the different counties is different. Uh, We would love to have them all be the same. Uh, unfortunately, that's not the way the world works. So we do work with a lot of different states, uh, and we see uh, some challenges that are mm-hmm. there, and it would be much easier if they would all get together and decide it's the same steps. But unfortunately, it's just a, a town-to-town matter, and that's just the way it is, and we have to live with it. Sure. Now, if, if I'm going to have a wedding for my daughter, and I want it, and it's a, you know, a, a big wedding, let's say it's 500 people, which is, you know, not, not it's a good size, getting. good size wedding. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, do, am I responsible for getting a permit or is that something your company, your company does? How so, does that so work? So if it's on private property, it's not necessary. Oh, okay. if it's on public land, then it changes the whole I way see, it goes. I see. That's interesting. But we do offer that as a uh, provider, as a solution to our customers is to go ahead and get the permit for them and apply for it and do all the steps that are needed. Mm -hmm. And so it is something that we do charge for as well, but it is something that we can add to the tab. I see. I see. I was just curious about that because uh, I didn't know. So you try to make it a no fuss, no muss as much as you can for the the We like to try to call it a one call. You call us and we'll take care of it all. Now, right along that line, do you have insurance for the event, or is that the client's responsibility to get some insurance, or both? So on the event itself, the client is responsible for insurance. Now, our company is insured, and there's a lot of venues that we go to that need us to have a certain limit on our insurance. But by all means, we are insured, and we've got a large warehouse, and everything there is insured as well. Okay. And um, do you find that to be a challenge for the for the for the clients to get insurance? Is no, it something that would it, be it's expensive, been, or is it fairly reasonable? It's very reasonable, yeah. but it's never been a, something that's been a challenge for any of the events that we've ever worked on. Right, right. Well, yeah. Now you had mentioned you provide power. I was just wondering for a lot of these events, which not only the daytime but nighttime, uh, do you provide the electricity? How do you, what, what's your involvement with that? It really will depend on the amount of electricity needed for the event. Mm-hmm. So we have small generators that are like 7K or 3K, and they're the whispers, the ones that are real quiet, because you don't want to have an event and it ruin the event. They'd yeah. be too noisy. Right. But uh, anything that's larger than that, we work with a lot of vendors here in the city that provide large power that are on big wheels and can move all around and have the spider boxes. And yeah, because I would imagine that a lot of these events have a lot of extensive Lighting. Definitely. Uh, band has lighting. The DJ needs power. Everybody, um, you know, so I would think there's a certain amount of people, uh, people, electricity issues. Unfortunately, not everybody 
thinks about all the elements needed in the event ahead of time. But when they talk to us, that's one of the questions we definitely ask in the beginning and find out is there a band, what other, you know, is there audiovisual going to be uh, used and then finding out from them how much is needed. Yeah, how and, much ampage they need and exactly. everything, right? So you, or so, restaurant equipment for that matter. Oh, yeah, we that's carry right. That as well. That's true. That's so refrigerators true. and freezers, all those things require a lot more power. Oh, so yeah. when you do a food festival, you know, it needs a lot. Yeah. Now, you have, um, you know, speaking, I'm kind of jumping around here, so forgive me, but um, I know you have you have instituted technology into your into your business. You were talking about the machines that you've invested in, mm-hmm. and that you want to te- you want to sure. talk about how your industry has changed when it comes to machinery and technology and execution. Absolutely. So, what we really like to do is stay uh, in connected with people in the tent industry. Mm-hmm. So, what we do is we go to conferences, we go to different meetings and associations, and find out what's out there and available. So, in 2014, we added something that we called the tent ox, and this tent ox is. Uh, like a Swiss Army knife out in the field for us because mm. we can put different types of attachments onto this machine and do different things. So, like, we can drive stakes in the ground with a stake driver. We can pull them out with a different machine. Uh, we can also uh, move our cement blocks, these big 700-pound blocks. We can move two of them at a time using this machine. Uh, it saves a lot of labor for our guys, and at the end of the day, they're not as tired because they've let the machines do a lot of the work. So that machine can really do a lot of different things. It can push our pole tents up in the air, we can move our staging and our flooring around with it. And, uh, of course, we can move the big heavy vinyl pieces, the tops, using this machine as well. So we palletize them and move them into place. So it's multifaceted, that machine. A lot it of different a, attachments. Oh, That's a lot of different it, things. What It, it we, sounds like it was a wise investment. We love it. We actually have more than one. We have several. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes you guys have to fight over which job it's going to go to. So... Uh, it's a very great machine, and it's saved a lot of labor over the years, and I think people's backs have benefited most because they're not so achy at the end of the day because of it. And it's, and it's just really probably a, a lot safer. Absolutely. As well as efficient. And it doesn't call in sick, which is really nice. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't apply for workers' comp, right? Right. <laughs> but I will say that at times it's a machine, and sometimes it, it goes down as well. Right. Uh, so it's not. Nothing's perfect in the world, but right. uh, it's about having good vendors that can help fix it and take care of us. Now, do you have to have? I'm I'm going kind of off the off the chart here a little bit, but do you have to have an emergency plan in place? Like let's say, uh, oh, absolutely. If there's winds that come up, or oh, yes. uh, you know, we'll, talk so, about that. A little so in bit. our contract, we tell people about our evacuation plans and our safety plans. Mm-hmm. So it's written in our contract and there's a whole guide that's in there because uh mother nature is really not our friend in this business Uh, 40 mile per hour winds are not fun but they happen and so we have to be realistic and these tents are not a place to take shelter when these winds happen so you need to get out so when we have large events we call those people and say you know we've got some strong winds headed our way you know here's what we recommend now it's up to them to take through the plan because they're at the event itself. And, you ask, them them and, and you ask them to please don't kill the messenger, right? Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> I bet they don't want to leave them. They want to kind of weather it, right? No so, pun intended. So <laughs> unfortunately over the years, you've, you've, if you've been in the tent business long enough, you've had some challenges where the weather's come up and tents will be taken down because of the weather. Right. So I'm not going to say it hasn't happened. It's happened several times to us, but that's just part of the game. That's what happens in the business. So it's yeah. the cost of doing business. But right. you learn from it and you figure out where the failures are and you make sure that everyone understands, you know, how everything needs to be safely done properly. Now, when we talk about weather, obviously, uh, you know, I've I found that a lot of weather forecasts are not always accurate, mm-hmm. okay? But if you have an event scheduled, and I'm sure they're scheduled months out, certainly weeks out, and then you get close to that event, 
and the weather is kind of questionable, do you just go ahead and do the event and see how it turns out, and then you're going to have to evacuate if there's a problem, or do you find yourself recommending to the client to postpone the event, reschedule? So, so the events belong to the customers. So we don't really mandate to them how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. We tell them from our side what they should do and the precautions they need to take, but it's really on them. So we mm-hmm. kind of go with what their plan, you know, what they want to do. Because, right. you know, sometimes they say it's going to be bad and it's not. Right, like exactly. Yeah. Sometimes it rains and sometimes, uh, you know, you just have to have a plan and uh, everyone be on the same page as to what to do. Now, what about uh, for the large events? What about security? Do you provide security, or is that something up to the customer? That's not a current offer on our list currently. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's companies out there that provide security, and we work with them, but that's not something we're able to do at this time. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I was just wondering. Now, you talked about flooring. I know a lot of people, they think about tent, and they think about the, there's ground. They're, they're walking on the ground, but there's talk about flooring. How, yeah. So what, what you do, the different types, and how, how nice that is to have, right? Absolutely. So we have a great option for serve, for flooring, and uh, they're called Omnideck panels. And these are <clears> six-foot by three-foot pieces that go together like a puzzle. So it can be as big as the space is. And a lot of times uh, we'll put carpeting on top of that to give it a nice finished look. And then also the elevated floor that we were talking about earlier. This is uh, something that basically could go, you know, one six inches off the ground, or it could be as high as eight feet off the ground, and uh, that could be carpeted as well, or it could just be left uh, uh, just the flooring as as a set aside piece. But it is uh, a nice finished look, and uh, you can put vinyl. Uh, there's rolled vinyl that can actually be put down on top of the flooring as well. And then there's nowadays some really nice wood that can be stained and put down. It's not something we currently own, but there's a lot of sources out there. So uh, there's a lot of ways to finish the tent. And uh, again, if you've got a mushy ground, you definitely want to put something flooring down so to protect it. And so people that are got high heels on, if it's a, like a nice social event, won't fall into the ground and uh, become a hassle. Well, I would think flooring would be is is quite a challenge because even land that we would think is fairly flat mm-hmm. is really not that flat. How do you make sure that that is level that floor? I mean, with so the the flooring that we have actually adapts to the surface of the mm-hmm. ground, and so if it is not flat, it can still be used on that surface. But we also build elevated like flat floors if we need to. So there's a we use sometimes just stringer wood, and we'll put our panels down, and they're you know four by eight sheets of plywood that are constructed onto this area. And then we can put again, carpeting over it to finish it. And uh, it really just depends on the space we're going to, you know, Mm -hmm. if it's just a quick night and people uh, it's not important to them, then we can try to use the surface that we have. Uh, Other people want that whole look and we will go in and finish it off and make it as spiffy as they want. And then addition to flooring, you also provide if, if appropriate and needed a dance floor, right? Talk about that. Yeah, so uh, we have a nice white dance floor that's vinyl, and we also have a hardwood parquet dance floor that we have. Uh, they're very nice options for people that are having, you know, a, a band or a DJ and want to dance. And uh, nowadays, they can be you can do custom spaces on them. You can have graphics put on there. You can have a gobo, which is the light shine down on there with a someone's logo or something with uh, their brand on there. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of nice ways to, to you know give it a little bit more oomph to the event by you know, decorating it a little bit more. And I'm sure you have different sizes of dance floors depending on the, the need. So they're four by four pieces and they can be built as big as the space is uh, needing to be. Oh, so oh. they're just like a Legos piece. You just keep adding yeah. onto them. Yeah. What about uh, lighting? Uh, not just lighting. I mean, I've seen actually chandeliers hanging in, in big tents and stuff. I mean, yeah. talk about your yeah. the variety of lighting that you can provide and, and 
a little bit of how you execute that. So again, we have different options. So we have a lot of LED lights. Um, we have these things that look like UFOs that are just providing really bright light. And then we do offer a lot of different types of chandeliers. So uh, some of these chandeliers are really spiffy, got lots of crystal hanging off of them. So the guys have these really nice big wood boxes that keep all the parts and pieces in there, and it travels in the box uh, and the truck to the location. And uh, then we have to keep them safe so that they don't get ruined on the way. But chandeliers are a nice option. They look really pretty up and and, and hanging in the tent, and uh, they offer a nice uh, look. And so it really adds a nice element to the event. It, Absolutely. it takes it up yeah. a notch. Now, what about, you know, we, when we have a band, we have dancing. Do, do you provide any atmosphere lighting for the dancing or anything like that? Or is that like somebody else? So we have a little bit of LED lights that are, cha- that are color changing. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of times people will re- work with an audiovisual company that has AV and mm-hmm. that does specialty lighting, things mm-hmm. lights that move. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we do have some partners that do that and we offer solutions for them. So speaking of AV, the sound, uh, PA systems, uh, big screen TVs, that kind of thing, you do not get involved That's in that, right. right? We That's don't really touch that. We yeah. have a basic uh, conference system that just has right. a microphone and some speakers. Right. But other than that, uh, we recommend other people that really have nice equipment for that. This is, we just have very basic. And, you know, you, you touched on already, but I think it would be interesting to the audience to hear um, I don't think anybody even has any comprehension to the variety and the extent of styles and colors in all the tents. I mean, it can be quite, quite beautiful. Well, again, the nice thing is uh, using audiovisual, you can change the color of the, of the tent using lighting. Mm-hmm. So you don't necessarily buy a pink tent or a blue tent. You can change right. it using that type of things. But we do have some colored tents in our inventory, some stripes, red and white, green and white, blue and white, different things like that. But as the years have gone on, we've kind of phased them out of our inventory mm-hmm. and gone with just crisp, nice white tents. Okay. And uh, the nice thing is they could be different sizes too. You know, right. 10 wide, 20 wide, 30, they go all the way up. So now if somebody wants kind of a medieval look, do you have those type of tents that have like the, the top that kind of go up with a little pennant or whatever? You know so what I'm talking about? We have high peak tents. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wouldn't really call them medieval. They just, mm-hmm. these are nice high Middle peak. ages or whatever. I know, yeah. I know what I'm talking about, but I can't. Yeah, that's not really something that we yeah. carry. Yeah. But, uh, you know, when we talk to people, we can find out from them what their ideas are and what they want to do. And then right. we can tell them using different ideas to get to that same place. Yeah. Trying to use our, our current... Uh, now I want to touch on I want to touch about on on the commercial end of your business. Do you find yourself um, dealing with a lot of I mean, do you ever deal with like uh, circuses, carnivals, and that kind of thing, or do they have their own? So so uh, we've learned that a lot of the circuses have their own mm-hmm. equipment, and mm-hmm. because of the length of time, it doesn't make sense for them to rent it because right. they're out for so long. Right. But we do offer washing services for someone who has their tent that needs a little cleaning. You know, there's times where the, te- uh, the circus might need an additional space, and they might call us. Uh, years ago, we did something with Cavalle. It was a big horse thing, and we provided a place for the horses to— to kind of work out in right. and then a walkway tent to it. But it's not very often that that's needed. Right. Uh, a lot of the venues that are around own their own equipment. We also sell tents as well. Right. So we are dealers for tents and uh, we can, you know, tell them all the different things they need to have along with it. Well, that's interesting that you, you, um, you sell tents. Sure. Hmm, I'll be darned. Wow. Wow. Talk about that end of the business a little bit. Who are some well, tents, your- tents, you know, have a shelf time. So a lot of times after the, the <coughs> tenting is be, uh, graded to be lower than what we want to keep it, we want to get it out of our inventory. Right. So we'll flip it. We'll sell it to other people. They might be in another city that wants it, or it right. might be, you know, a church or right. somebody could use an older tent uh, and they don't care that it's not as pristine. Right. 
So uh, we have a, a, a place where we sell them. And then we have friends in the business that are interested in buying them. And then uh, vinyl is something that lasts a good long time. And so it could be sent to other countries and they could use it for shelters yeah. on their roofs too. Right. So right. there's a lot of different things it could be used for. Yeah. Now you had mentioned you also provide tables and chairs. And I, w- I would imagine the, the tables and the chairs are a little more, they're not just folding chairs and um, cafeteria tables, right? Well, uh, <laughs> as the years have gone on, we've actually upgraded some of our items. So like we have something called a farm table, which is a really nice wooden table. And then we've got nice wooden picnic chairs that go with it. Right. And then on our chairs, we've added some nice white crescent chairs that are really comfortable and something called gunmetal bar stools. Yeah. Yeah. And then some Sonoma crossbacks that have pads on them. So yeah. we do have some other things that are upgraded, right. uh, but we right. do actually have a lot of metal okay. chairs that are. Well, we're up against a break. Hold that thought. All You're right. listening to the All Four Seasons Home Show here with Stephen Eisenstein of Classic Tents and Events. We'll be right back after this short break. Don't go away. Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions, and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show. If you're sponsored, Dan Watkins, I'm Jim Nearkos, and uh, we're here with Stephen Eisenstein of Classic Tents and Events, and 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 uh, we're going into our last segment here. But boy, what a what a truckload of information he's provided! Things that we don't even think about when you're running a tent for your event or your company. <clears throat> Uh, he was just talking about, you know, we talk about tables and chairs. I think about folding chairs and cafeteria tables. That's not what it's all about, is it, Stephen? You guys have some very elegant, attractive tables and chairs to where, I mean, you walk in. It's not like you're going to be walking into uh, uh, the, the county fair to watch the, the pig uh, exhibition or something, right? right? Talk oh, about that a little bit more. The, the nice thing is uh, we actually have some of our uh, clients will send us links to their pictures from their photographer afterwards mm-hmm. so we did a wedding not too long ago where they used all farm tables and all crossbacks right. underneath this big right. high peak tent right gorgeous it looked beautiful i mean then the florist comes in and does their work and all of us together just makes it look amazing you know so we've really had neat. we've had charles carithers on here from carithers flowers i'm sure you're familiar yeah. with charles yeah and uh, they do some outstanding events too. But uh, yeah, I would imagine even the things that you don't do yourself that classic tents and events does not do. You have the best connects through the years. You know who to guide the client to. Right? Absolutely, we work with some great vendors here in the city. Some really talented professionals that offer some really nice decor, right. and some really creative people that come up with some amazing ideas that right. are just blow your mind. 
Oh, so, I, I bet. So that's one of the great perks about working in the city. You know, we get to see a lot of great things, and a lot of people do some really interesting things underneath our tents, and yeah. we're blown away. Now, I, I can tell you one thing I think our audience would be uh, curious to hear about is your involvement with the TV and movie industry here in Georgia. Absolutely. You're, so, you're, you're in t- an integral part of that, aren't you? We're very lucky. We've got some great location managers that work with us here in the city. Long, long time ago, we got involved with The Walking Dead, and we did jobs for them, and they needed something specific. And as the years went on, they recommended us to a lot of other people. And as the years morphed, the city got busier and busier with television and film and and now we're like uh, we're like their go-to person. So we create uh, hair and makeup stations for them, and catering tents, and holding tents, and uh, we provide all sorts of services and go all over. You're so very accommodating. We are, and we enjoy working with them. And uh, and and we, and you bring solutions to the to the problems and the obstacles, right? That's the why challenges. they keep coming back to us. Wow. So customer service is top notch. We is like everything it. in it your is. in your business, right? You're only as good as your last event, as we yeah. say. You know. You know, we were talking about lighting and power and flower and, and uh, staging and uh, different things. But what about what about climate control? Do you have anything to do with in the summer with the air conditioning and the in, when it gets cool or the heat? Uh, how do you address that? Absolutely. Or is that somebody else? No, well, we work with a, a lot of uh, great vendors, great partners here in town that provide the big <clears throat> power and the air conditioning. So we can become a one stop shop. And so our clients ask us for all these services, and we add it onto our bill, and uh, we can make it a complete, you know, one-stop shop. So I don't own all the AC. We work with other people here in town, but uh, we make it so it's it's seamless and that it's all just handled by us, and uh, we keep people cool. And that that and that affects your 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 needs for the amount of power, right? Absolutely. Big time. And this state is so humid and so hot. And so you know, six months out of the year, you need air conditioning almost. Right. So it's uh, something that's definitely needed. And uh, we also have heaters of all different size, sizes. And we use propane. And uh, we have small units where some of the times that people can push it around themselves. And then we have larger heaters that will stay stationary that uh, sometimes might need propane added to it. But that's not a problem. We have solutions for everything. Well, I bet you have some very unique and interesting clients over the years. You want to touch on who might be the so, most? So we get a call from Homeland Security, and uh, we work with the government anytime the president comes to the state. And so uh, they keep us busy, and uh, we are on their list, and it's uh, an honor and a privilege to help them with their, their needs. Now, President Biden was here recently. That's right. He were was you, at the MLK were you, event. Were uh, you involved with that? So our staff was. Our, uh-huh. You know, they met with the Secret Service and take right. You know, a site visit and figured out what they need, but uh, I'm I'm not really the person involved in that right. part. You know, right. I hear about things, but I don't need to be there. Well, folks, you know, if you're yeah, those of you who are listening, I mean, what what uh, what better testimonial could you have than the American government calling on classic tents and events and trusting you and the Secret Service? They know the job's going to get done and get done right. That's right. So uh, we we have a, a a reputation of being reliable and showing up on time and having nice, sparkly, clean tents. And uh, we maintain that image, and uh, we help as many people as we can. Uh, well, you know, that you mentioned something here earlier in the show about keeping the tents clean. I would imagine the tents do get filthy. They get dirty. They get dusty. And probably even more so than we visually see until you start to wash them. And you say you actually have your own facilities to wash all this giant canvas and material and vinyl, and right? That's right. So we spent many, many years studying what the best solution is there. And we went with a company called Tico. And Tico has this huge machine that can wash 5,000 square feet of vinyl at a time. And then once it comes out, it has to be properly dried. And then uh, once it's dry, then it can be put away because you don't want molds or mildew to get in in that. Right. 
It would right. ruin it. And, and you and you say you've got a you've actually got a setup to where other tent companies come to you with their dirty tents, and you provide that service. That's true. I, I don't want to push it too hard because we have enough work as is. But at the same token, there are some facilities here in town that own their own tents that uh, when it's time for in the wintertime to take it down and clean it, we maintain it for them and help them with it and send it back out again and reset it up. Well, you were quite an entrepreneur. What, what, what made you an entrepreneur? What was, yeah. your, what was your inspiration? I mean, let's dad. go back in time. Sure. My dad, he, he was a salesman. He, he was a food salesman, and he, had, he was in the restaurant business. Okay. And so he got into a lot of different things. Over here in the, Atlanta? Absolutely, here okay. in Atlanta. He started the old spaghetti mill in the uh, okay. young 1970s. Okay. But uh, he owned a Mexican restaurant called El Azteca for many years. And uh, we sent tents for Cinco de Mayo every year. Right. But uh, he was a wheeler dealer, and I learned a lot from him. And so he was your inspiration. Big time. Yeah, yeah, the restaurant business. Well, being a Greek, I know all about that. My family was in the restaurant business. We tend to be, a lot of us, to be in the restaurant business. I don't know why, but that's the way it goes. But uh, but anyway, and um, now do you have any of the family involved in the business? Not currently. Um, my 14-year-old twins mm-hmm. uh, know about the business, and they, they come along with me to events. Um, but I think my son, he's interested, but I don't want to push it. I want him mm-hmm. to one day or them to do whatever they choose they want to go into. And um, later, after some experience in other places, if they want to come to work in the family business, so be it. Now, you said you were just at a conference for all the tent people across the country and all that. Talk about that, what Certainly. goes on there, and what, what is the, the latest and greatest and the future for, for your industry? So um, we're involved with an organization that's called the American Textile Association, and they just had a conference in Savannah, which was this past week, and uh, we sent three individuals to go to be in part of that. And then we're also members of this thing called the American Rental Association. And they have a trade show every year. It's coming up in Orlando in February. So we uh, basically just kind of stay in touch with what's going on in the industry. And uh, we, we make sure that we're doing all the things that we need to do. And after going to conferences, you hear how other people do the same thing we're doing. And then... Uh, we just uh, enjoy what we do. Well, I can't tell you what a, what a pleasure it's been having you on the show, Stephen. And I know that you have a special offer for all Four Seasons Home Show audience that you'd like to mention. Would That's you right. like to cover that? Absolutely. So uh, thank you for your time today. This has been an amazing show. Uh, if any listeners are out there and they heard the show and uh, use our services in the next year, if they say that they uh, learned about us through the home show, we will give them uh, complimentary chandeliers for their event. Well, folks, what more could you ask for that? I bet you a lot of you didn't even know you could get chandeliers for your event, but they, you can do it. I, I don't think there's much that you can't do. But anyway, thank you again, Classic Tents and Events, Stephen Eisenstein. And thank you, folks, for listening. Join us next Saturday morning at 9 with another great company and all the tips and advice that are going to help you avoid a lot of aggravation. Have a great week. Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, We are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a Mad Men's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation, like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. 
Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.